There's no time for us There's no place for us What is this thing that built our dreams Yet slips away from us Who wants to chance for us It's all decided for us This world has only once Hello everybody and welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I'm your host Peter and on today's episode we are going to be reviewing the 2007 critically acclaimed Bacchano. Joining me from Watch Club we have Cat. Cat, how's it going today? Man, today just feels like one of those days that I wake up and watch a man get grinded across the train tracks. So <laughs> That's a great day when you see that. Uh, joining us for a second time, we have Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? Uh, I'm good, thank you. All right, and our first moderator of the day, we have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. I didn't have enough time to find a relevant Taylor Swift quote, unfortunately, this week. Um, so I'll just say I have to shake this one off, and we'll try again next week. Wow. Okay. Very good. And our second moderator, Pat. Pat, how's it going today? Uh, yeah, hello. And uh, we can't apologize, but I can offer my condolences. Uh, quote from the show. Uh, one of my favorite one-liners, because this show is full of them. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Yes, it is. And... I think we all had a very good like uh, time watching Bacchano, highly regarded as one of the best dubs of all time, critically acclaimed as a very high score on Mal, so I'm very excited that we got the chance to, I think maybe this is like our first classic that we reviewed, so I'm really excited to, I mean, it, it's hair decided, but like maybe ping pong, but you know. Uh, yeah, so I think we are just going to jump right into the conversation, so I'll let Pat and Miles lead it for us. Take it yeah, away, so gentlemen. Yeah, so that that discussion that's interesting. Classic is uh, is one way to describe it. I, it feels weird um, calling something from two thousand seven a classic. First off, but I guess I, I've multiple times I've called Gurren Lagann a classic, and that's the same year, right? So it's it's tough to. It, it, I guess it just we're just getting older, you know, and it, it's uh, part of life. But but anyways, moving on, we're gonna get on to our normal uh, intro, uh, introductions and first impressions. Uh, we're each gonna take a turn. Uh, whether you recommend the show, what you thought going in, what you expected, how the first few episodes were, and this is all spoiler-free, or as spoiler-free as you can make it. So uh, why don't we just start off, uh, as we usually do, with Miles? Yeah, absolutely. So um, going in, I, I really knew nothing about the show. I don't even think I had heard of it, um, you know, because I'm not, I'm not attached to the zeitgeist or whatever. But... Uh, I would absolutely recommend this show. I think it's super intriguing from the start. It sort of like throws you. Um, there's like a little exposition, but then it just sort of like throws you into uh, what's happening and trust that you're able to figure it out as it goes on. And I really like it when shows do that. Um, I sort of like the process of figuring out all the different intricacies and characters and stuff without 
a lot of uh, exposition or um, all of that. And so I think there's a lot of good sort of characters and mysteries and stuff happening in Bacano, and I, I would absolutely recommend it. All right. There you go. Cat, uh, what about you? So I would recommend it. And the thing is, I can't really say whether or not the dub is good because I I didn't have enough internet to watch the dub, nor could I find it in a place where I could actually watch it. But I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, then I, I have to say that I really want to recommend, recommend this show because it is a complete mind fuck for a while, but it gets really, really good. And I feel like the payoff of the confusion in the beginning is rewarding. I definitely agree. I was, uh, first, after the first few episodes, I was kind of just, even after the first six or seven, I was sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Like I was very confused, but I agree. It does, uh, come together near the end pretty well. Uh, Johnny, what about you? So yeah, I, I agree for the most part. Like for like maybe the first three or five episodes, literally no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yep. Like I think I maybe remembered two people's names and everyone else. I was just like, who's this guy again? And no. And then like you know, for the rest of it, it wasn't as confusing once you actually started to remember the characters' names. In terms of in terms of like if I would recommend this show, like I'm probably I'm half gonna, sorry, I'm gonna have to be honest here, like. I don't think I liked it as much as you guys did. It's not because the show is bad. I just don't think it's a show that's, like, for me. Because uh, one of the things that bothers me about shows is when they have, like, tons of backs, tons of, like, flashbacks and backstories. And this show is literally filled with them. I don't know. It's like, I understand why people would enjoy, like, it adds to the stories. But for me, it just feels like you're slowing down the plot to, like, move on to another plot. Which, the, which they do, like, how many times in a show? Every episode, like, yeah, episodes. I mean, there's like two concurring, yeah. two to three concurring, like, like plots happening that are like three years apart from each other, depending on the episode you're in. Or so. 300. It's like, or, I, or feel 300. Like, it's, I feel like it's overly, like, too confusing almost. It's like, it doesn't need to be as convoluted as it, like, is currently. Like, I can understand, like, why people would like this show. I'm just saying, like, it's not something I personally enjoy. But I, I still had a pretty good time watching it. Like, after the first few episodes, it was pretty good. Like, I wouldn't say I was, like, hating the show or anything. Like, it was fun. So, yeah. That's completely fair. All right, Pete, why, uh, why don't you go next? Yeah, I think I'm a bit kind of back on what Johnny said. I think there's a, some points in the show where they, like, go back and forth a lot. But overall, I would highly recommend this show. Especially if you're looking for, like, a critical show to judge. I think there's a lot of things that this show does really well for considering it came out in 2007. I think if I saw this in 2007 at the age I am now, I'd probably be blown away like how good this show was. There's so many elements to the show I think that we'll discuss later, but I highly recommend the show. Yeah, and uh, I'll pretty much echo what everyone else has said so far. I I, I can agree with Johnny and uh, Pete that there, there are so many points where I was just like, why... Why did you have to cut to this? Like, why couldn't you have kept going? But that, at the same time, that is what the the, the way they wanted to tell their story. Uh, it's I really enjoyed it every time they were on the train. I loved all the one-liners, which I'm, I don't know if they were the same in uh, the sub or the dub. I guess we'll have to ask Cat later about that. But um, there were so many just hilarious one-liners that uh, 
and they all had like Chicago accents too. It was great. It, it, I really, or mob accents, whatever you want to say. I, I really enjoyed uh, the show a ton and I was frustrated at certain points. And again, we'll talk more about that later, but I, I would say I would recommend this because I, uh, it was quite a ride. It was a, uh, and it would, it, it wasn't a full train wreck by the end of it. <laughs> nice. Right. Moving nice. on with that joke, Miles, oh, you had God. a few talking points for us. So why don't you start us off? Yeah, so I, we've already sort of hinted uh, towards, like, I guess, like, the first and main thing I sort of want to talk about is how the show is structured, um, you know, overall and, you know, sort of from episode to episode. So um, there are a couple of plot, like, there are, I guess, two, I would say, main plots that we focus on. Um, a very peculiar train trip for some of our characters and then um, Eve uh, Gerard and another crime family whose last name I forget, um, looking for uh, Dallas Gerard. What was the other family's the Gandor? name? The Gandor. Was it the Gandor? Gandor yeah. It was like Lux? It was a Gandor no, Russo. The, 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 the Russos. The Gandors weren't looking for Dallas. Um, spoiler alert, because they knew where he was. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but there is some focus on them as well. So. Um, there's also occasional flashbacks to like the 1700s or something like that. The late, yeah, late 1600s or something one. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or 1711. Um, Sorry. 1711. So we've, we've sort of gotten um, the people's general thoughts on this, but I guess like specifically, uh, did you guys like this? Um, do you think it enhanced it at all? Uh, do you think that it would have been better had these, you know, not happened concurrently? That we had a more chronological view of everything. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, we'll start with Cat. Oh, spoiler! Uh, going so... forward, by the way, just for every everything. Spoiler alert! That's that's your last warning. Sorry. Go ahead now, everyone. Go ahead, Cat. So, the thing is, I actually really enjoyed the whole uh, the whole jumping in between uh, subplots and stories, especially when it came to. Uh, when it came to the actual uh, immortality aspect of it. So, of course, there are, for a little bit of backstory, there's a little bit of uh, of a, an encounter with a demon, well, the devil, in specifically. But uh, basically, that kind of, those flashbacks from 1711 kind of push forward the story, uh, push forward basically all three subplots in my opinion uh from 1930 to 1931 and 1932 uh i and i honestly really enjoyed how it uh i, I kind of treated it like a mystery rather than uh rather than a straightforward story kind of so maybe that's just me no i don't think it was just you i i agree i think that while the two stories are separate for me um, there was enough commonalities between the characters and the situations they were in that if you were to learn something about uh, one of the groups of characters, maybe on the train, it would tell you more about um, like the Gandor family or something like that. You could you sort of learn over time how the immortality works and the implications of that. Um, and all of that sort of plays into both of the scenarios we're playing. So I, I it was like sort of you would get like a quarter of a picture of one of the scenarios from some of the other, in my opinion. And I, I really enjoyed that. Um, Johnny, I know that you probably have a little bit of a different take on this um, little, 
you know, less positive on it. So uh, if you want to explain, you know, what you didn't like about it and if you think it could be done better or if there was a better way to structure it in your opinion, um, let's hear it. Well, I like, in my opinion, there's basically no other way to do it since, like, I feel like for Bakuna, like, Reef Cat is more of a mystery because, like, you find out plot points along the way, like, you know, like how I said at the start, like, there's, it's very confusing at the start and then you start to find out more and more. So I think that, like, this is the only way they could have done it. But, like, I'm just gonna say that, like, it's not really something I enjoy too much. It just, it takes too much to get into, and I don't think the reward is, like, worth it, in my opinion. So, like, I just prefer, like, a more straightforward story. That's, okay, I yeah. I, I can get that. Um, I think, so, so, one question I have for you, Johnny, is, where, did you binge this, or did you watch a few episodes here and there? Cause I, I, uh... I Go ahead. I watched, like, half of it today and, like, maybe f four or five episodes yesterday. Like, I made it, like, to episode eight yesterday, and I watched, like, the last yeah, five today. Okay, because I, I wonder, uh, the first, like, six or seven episodes I watched, like, here and there, and then I, I kind of binged through most of it the last few days as well. I wonder if, um, well, watching this week to week, I can't imagine keeping up, and I, I guess that's why they had the, uh, the random like flashbacks or the not flashbacks the, the the recaps in the ops i love that by the way i think it was awesome. i thought it was really cool and uh i i actually i didn't watch those because i always skipped the op because i was just like all right i i, I enjoy i enjoy the song but i'm trying to binge it so i don't want to watch it every time pete you, you said you do the same pat, thing a disclaimer pat does not represent the podcast we watch ops I, I watch OPs, OPs when we... <laughs> I, just, I love OPs. I watch OPs when I have the time. I'll just I would that. also like to point out that the show that I watch didn't have the OP. Interesting. So, oh, that is I interesting. rarely ever got to hear it. So thanks, Pete! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> we won't get into why Cat is rightfully upset at Pete, but he is. Yeah, um, he's half wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, so cat the way that the op worked was um like within it there would be like quick cuts to previous conversations that would be important for the upcoming episode and another nice thing the op did was it highlighted the name of every major character um which was good because there were a lot of them there was so <laughs> you know every every time the op came on for the first like five or six episodes i was like studying it and making sure that i could like remember who was who um, also what lucky also one i, I had oh, to i had to fucking i had to fucking remember it just from watching the show so <laughs> yeah, yeah that was fun. don't worry i didn't remember it and i just watched it from the show i i'm literally sitting here like half my monitor because you know because we're broke boys only got one monitor out here Half of it is you guys, and the other half is the character list of this show <laughs> from Mal, because otherwise so like, I would have no idea who we're talking about. Other than like, Mira one, and Isaac or whatever. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah. One thing I want to say is that, like, I, I know we're going to talk about this later, but the issue with watching dubs is that, like, sometimes their accents are so thick I can't understand the names. So when they say, like, so there's, like, that, like, one mob boss's, that one mob boss with, like, the incredibly thick accent. I think it was like the. Was that Firo's Bob Boss where he like drinks the out of the cup? And then no, it's the, like it's the old one who shoots the guy at the end. Is it Gandor then? Is it Luck? I Luck's think like the the end? Who gets shot at the end? 
Like the the guy that kidnapped Eve. A lot of people get shot. No, the guy that kidnapped Eve. Oh, oh, okay, like the sort of like the muscle guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he did have, well, he had like a, I, I don't know what to call it, but like the dumb henchman, um, like sure. accent. Like, hey, boss, I'm a go rough these people yeah. up. Like that was like his sort of deal. Yeah, that's my point. Is that like when there's no subtitles, like sometimes it's hard for me to understand them, but I think that's mostly just me. I know I could I could definitely see that. Um, we're getting a little bit off topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is something I want to talk about. We're talking about character. Um, yeah, we, we we can head back to this. I mean, Pete, Pat, do you have anything to say about the structure? And if not, we can move on to like I don't know character diversity and that sort sure. of thing. Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of like Quentin Tarantino movies, so the fact that they Quentin Tarantino in episode one, I love that. But that being said. This is a show that, like, if you're not paying attention, you're going to be lost so quick. There are so many characters. There's so many different timelines happening in, like, one episode. So, I feel like if you're looking for, like, like the recommending show. Like, if you're looking for a show to just, like, shut your brain off, this is not the show. Like, you need to pay attention to the characters, their names. Like, I feel like if you go into it with, like, a critical mind, you're going to thoroughly enjoy this show. But you need to pay attention because there's a lot going on. Because I was even confused. I was, I was like, full focus, like, paying attention to the whole thing. And I was still, by episode three, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. I don't... I think that's literally everyone. Uh, kind of like with Jaisa, where, like, the end result doesn't, like, pay off. This is a very good example of old school anime where this anime was made, so you buy the manga slash yep. light novel. Because... You get some sort of like a conclusive ending, but it's really wide open for a lot of the characters because nothing, I mean, something happens, but like all the characters are still there by the end of the show. Like nothing major, I'll say major just in terms of, I guess they're they're immortal, so dying isn't really like a good way to put it, but like there's so many things that like could happen. So if you're the type of person who like likes reading manga and like want to like, check out the anime and then go read the manga. Like this is a 10 out of 10 show, but if you are anime only, you probably hate this show. So it's like, it has like this weird, like structure on how you view the show. Yeah. So for, uh, for me, uh, first off to go back to your point about having to pay attention, this is like, I'll use this example because it applies to me. Code Geass is a show that I've been trying to watch for a long time, but I can't get myself to sit down when I'm watch going to lay down, like to go to bed to watch it, because I'm not going to be as focused or attentive as I need to be, right? Like I need to, I need to be focused. I need to to think about all the different characters because Geass has a huge cast, and there's so many things going on, and there's the the subplots and the po political elements of it too. This show, while it's different subject matter, it's the same idea. It's there's so many different things going on that if you are not paying attention, you will certainly be lost. And even if you are paying attention, like Pete said, he was, I was lost too. Like there were so many times where I was just like, wait, why the, what's going on? Like, I thought this guy was dead or I thought this guy was uh, somewhere else in the ship. Like, again, I, there's, oh, is this guy immortal? Is this guy not? There's so many moments where I was stuck uh, questioning that. But then uh, your second point that, uh, that you brought up as well, the, um, what was it i the quentin tarantino style yeah uh, well yeah or... yes the quentin thank you thank you um the the tarantino effect i i, I agree i really like that people don't know i you know you, we are talking to weebs who 
Okay, the Quintessio essentially yeah. is the first scene is kind of like almost the ending of the... I, I guess it, it normally would be the movie. So for this, I'd say it's essentially the ending of the 13 episodes that we're watching. And then episode two, they pretty much started back from square one. So that's yeah, what so I it's mean like, by that. It'd be like if, um, if you showed the second to last slide of your PowerPoint presentation at the beginning and then went through the rest of the slides and then showed it again right at the end where it was supposed to be and then you know like that that's i guess that's a the most simple analogy i can think of in in this quick of a moment but um but yeah so i normally like that style too and it's something i think we talked we talked about this before the show we can kind of compare it to Hiseki no Kuni or uh, Leonard Lustrous where there isn't the payoff at least not in my perspective, Miles' perspective, and Pete's, there wasn't the payoff in Land of the Lustrous because it left so many questions unanswered. It did, you know, and there were so many things that we we wanted to know more about. I feel like it's the same thing with Bacano. Like Pete said, there is kind of an ending, and honestly, the main I thought the the main villain was going to be the that old guy who kept like sucking everyone up with his hand. I thought he was the main villain. So when he died, I was like, oh, they're actually going to wrap this up. They're going to. Yeah, I, th- I was like, oh, well, the OVAs must just be a, um, you know, spinoffs or the characters living their lives now. Um, but no, it's, it's like you guys said, it's what, three of the 14 or 20-something? Can, can I piggyback off that real quick? Yeah. I know you guys won't be able to novels. see, but I'm going to show you what Land of the Lustrious did. That's similar to what Bacchano did. I'm holding up all my volumes of Land of the Lustrious that I bought because the story it hooked me. It makes me want to buy the manga. Guess what Bakano did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like on one hand, it's frustrating because like they, they both do such a good job of like getting you into the world. For sure. And then you like, you know, you're like, Oh, I can't believe they did this to me. Well, time to give them 50 bucks. Like <laughs> that's sort of a, um, or the thought- yeah. Or whatever Pete spent on all of those manga. Um, so I don't know, um, like Cat uh, Johnny, did you guys were you satisfied with the endings? Do you want to know more? Do you think do you would wish there was more in the anime, or are you okay with like what we got? So uh, for me, so for me, uh, I I am probably one of the few in this in the anime club that doesn't mind having an open ended ending. Uh, obviously, because... Nambako. Fuck you. First of all, <laughs> I will fucking travel to where you live and beat the shit out of you. I'll make you look white. You're not allowed into the country, actually. No. Um, <laughs> Canada is not letting us in for another month. Yep. Because you're an American yes. cat. Hey, yes, you gotta deal with all the beavers and moose, so have fun with that. The Mises. Um, yep. But the thing is... Uh, I I just genuinely liked the show, and I end up I ended up uh, loving the characters at the end of the show because for me it wasn't really a story based show; it was more of a character based show from the beginning. Now the story was not undercut by it because, of course, I think the story was really good. Uh, but I but I was like more trying to find a connection with the characters rather than a connection with the story. Uh, yeah, and let's let's talk about the characters some, because there's a lot of them, and I think they're very good. 
Um, and I, I agree with you, Kat. I definitely think that, uh, you know, the characters are sort of the driving force of this. They're all thrown into situations where they're, you know, forced to be in close proximity with each other. And then you just kind of see what happens. Um, and it, it leads for one hell of a train ride, uh, really. So um, did anyone have like a favorite character or favorite group of characters? Um, or is everyone's favorite uh Mira and Isaac. Is that? <laughs> I, I think, think someone has an answer. Um, actually, so my favorite character is uh, is actually the rail chaser. Ooh, oh, interesting. Okay. I like that. That's spicy. Yeah, like I, because maybe, probably because I, uh, I didn't really have the story spoiled for me before I watched the show. It was more of a, hey, I'm. Hey, watch this. Watch Bacano. Uh, it's about this, this, and the and that. And they basically summed it up with the whole uh, rail chaser storyline, rather than all three storylines going on at the same time. So I knew that there was going to be a rail chaser. I knew that something was going to happen. I just didn't know what. And I actually ended up really liking that demented kind of like his demented sense of justice. Like I really liked how that worked. And yeah. Is he like, immortal? He, he, I have a question. Is he immortal? No, he's not. He is not. No. He, he, is not. he just that's, says that no one will kill things. him. That's the thing that I really love about him is because he is one of he is surrounded by people who are immortal, but he knows how to make people want to not be immortal. That's one of the things I loved. And uh, I know we won't talk about the OVAs in this episode, but uh, at the end in the OVAs, it it shows how much like he's done to some of these people. It's fucking Wait. hilarious. So amazing. the OVA actually like has to do with the plot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I said that. Yeah. So there, it's like part of book four. So we we the main series is book one through three. The OVAs are like parts of like book four, seven, and for some reason fourteen or something like yeah. that. Why? Um, I, I don't know. We don't know. Um. They probably because you know they had a budget for whatever and they picked whatever stories they found to be most interesting. Um, but I, I agree with that, Kat. I think that at least for me, there was a lot of similarities between um, the Rail Tracer's character and um, oh my god, what's his name? Um, the fucking crazy guy, Lad. Um, Lad. Lad, yeah. So like, I like the Rail Tracer a lot more than I liked Lad, and I think that might be your take but i think it might be a little bit of a controversial one because lad's a little more charismatic but i i didn't like how lad sort of seemed to have i don't know no rhyme or reason to what he was doing there was uh, he was just crazy like he just liked killing people or something um and the rail tracer you know is demented as his reasoning was had his own sort of code sort of deal and i thought that was a lot more interesting and I, I thought that you just needed one serial killer on the train. You know what I mean? I thought like I thought like two crazy psycho killer people was just too much for me. <laughs> um, well, I loved it. Well, That's <laughs> technically, technically, in my opinion, I think there was only one crazy psycho killer on the, on the train. I mean, of course, you know, uh, Rail Tracer was the cause of a few deaths, but a lot in a the lot end, of Rail. Deaths. 
Yeah, he killed Eddie's been doing it for years too, right? Sarcasm. (laughs) Okay, yeah. But but what you're trying to say is he isn't like crazy like Lad is. Like he isn't like as he's not killing with reckless abandon. He's killing with certain with certain parameters. Yeah, and that's why I I like him more. I I I like you know if you're gonna be a serial killer, have a code. Be a Dexter. Be a Dexter. Yeah. Dexter. Yeah. Be a Dexter. Less of a Bundy. You know, like that's sort of that's my thought. It's a good I, thought. That it's, it is. I guess it is a good thought. You can't argue that. Advice on becoming a serial killer. Thank you very much. Yeah, really. Anytime, really. Yeah. Well, all right. We've talked enough about these these characters. Which have again, we? they're great. No, we haven't. No, I'm saying no. these. Specific <laughs> oh, characters. okay. I, I think yeah. I think Pat no. wants to just bring up some different ones. Okay. I want to bring yeah. up my favorite two, which were Miria and Isaac. Holy Fucking shit! Knew it. They were so good. <laughs> I, I every time they started monologuing with each other, it was I could not stop myself from smiling. Like, I I don't know. They were so so good. I I, I want to hear. I want to hear you guys rant about him too, because I'm sure you will. Please, someone, someone take the helm and and start ranting about how great their their dynamic was, their chemistry, their jokes, their one-liners. Yeah. Uh. So there's They're... a there's an episode that's called like Miria and Isaac accidentally spread like uh like spread joy or something yeah, like, like spread that. Yeah. Joy or whatever. And it's just them stealing. I think it's the episode where they break into um, Dallas's like estate or his family. Yes. Estate, and oh. they're, dre- they're dressed up as native Americans <laughs> and there's like how, and they're like, they're, 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 they're concerned for the girl crying while they're robbing her. They come to the conclusion that she has too much money and that they should take stuff, and then she'll feel better because then she'll have less money. But th- she said that though. And she the, said yeah, she no, doesn't like sure. being rich but like or whatever. The, so they, they're like, yeah. The, she, they, the, the monologue that they have with her, they kind of, she sort of comes to that understanding. She's like, or Evie, I think her name is. Evie's like, yeah, uh, that's exactly what we should do. And they're like, okay, we'll be right back. And then they leave, come back with like a giant satchel full of stuff, and then um, while they're leaving. They're like propelling down. They're like, "What's your name again?" And she's like, uh, "I'm Evie." They're like, "Thanks, I'm Evie." And then they leave. It's, like, <laughs> it's just something so silly that they do. Yeah, it's Eve. That's oh, fantastic. Okay. So the episode is called Isaac and Mirion intentionally spread happiness around That's them. It. Um, and I, I also loved the episode titles for all of them. It reminded me, um, I'm about to date myself, of like a Panic at the Disco album from the early oh 2000s, God. where. Old, where they all the names for the songs were just like sentences for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god, I feel old forgetting that reference. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, I have it's a, like my favorite I, album. <laughs> I, I have a fever. You can't sweat out yeah. on my uh, vital thing right behind me. Um, but yeah, I thought they were super enjoyable. Um, in the OP where they flip a coin to determine who gets to be Santa Claus for the heist was like. It, I don't know. I loved. I watched it like every time. I loved all of their costumes. I loved how they stole the door to a museum. Um, yes, because they, <laughs> they couldn't steal the whole museum, so they stole the entrance to it. <laughs> and like in, a, in an attempt to prevent people from going to the museum, but it just leaves the door open. And then, uh, then what about when they? Uh... When the crime pe- or no, the police were like, "All right, guys, we're cracking down on these criminals. Finally, they've only done petty crimes up until this point. Here are the only known photos of them, and it's like three different sets of photos of them, just like in these absurd costumes, stealing like watches or stealing candy. And, and one of the cops just raises his hand and is like, 
uh, Chief, are you trying to pull, are you pulling a fast one on us? And like he's like, I know why you think that, but no, these are real criminals. Yeah, they thought they were like stepping it up by stealing from the mob. I love their whole like, oh, like how do we do something good? Like let's steal from the mafia. Like, and then they were afraid of stealing from a mafia house that was too big. That was so too big. <laughs> so they're like. Who is the lowest? Like, he's like, we need to find some like third-rate mafia family and steal from them. Yeah, yeah, they, again, uh, uh, you can see why we're gushing over them. Every time they were on the screen, I was smiling and laughing because, and they're they're adorable together too. They're so madly in love. It's great. I I want more of them. I yep. I can, oh, so good. But can we just talk about the fact they are probably the luckiest characters in the entire show? Oh, yes, it's not, it's well, not like even that. close. Oh, sure, uh, it's sure. not that's even joke, close. I think that's luck, a joke. luck is a skill, and they are well practiced at it. Very, um, very. That right. is, it was just fantastic. I, I got a whole show about them. They apparently make a cameo in Dorara, so that's really cool. Like I don't what? know if you guys watched Deadpool two. Yeah, yeah it's like Domino. Right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's like just absurdly lucky to the point where like it's actually like part of the plot. Yep. That they oh. just live mm -hmm. somehow. Uh, I think it makes sense. Again, it's just it's just who they are. It's great. It's so. Good. They're also simultaneously very unlucky, and I love it. Like yeah. Like they go mining for gold in like San Francisco for like two years or something. And just like find nothing, and yeah. <laughs> they they go back to New York so that they can give like their friend a present. Yep. Uh, but then they like rob a bunch of people to afford the present, but then forget to buy her the present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I just love them. They're great. They're great. I I would watch an entire show dedicated to them. Like they they are so. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I, you can see why I wanted to gush over them. What other characters did you guys really like fall for? I know just off the top of my head, one character that I I really liked as well was um, Ennis. I really enjoyed her. I thought she um, didn't make a lot of sense though because they she kind of just uh, well I don't know. so she she disobeyed the guy who created her or whatever, and then he shut her down kind of, but then. Because he got absorbed by the other guy. Yeah, Fero to... consumed him. Yeah, consumed you you him. get all of their knowledge when you consume them. Right. So he knew so how to like out, turn her back on. Turn her back on, right? Which like that was cool. Um, they gon' fuck. Can I talk about my yeah. favorite character? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do. So this please isn't do. best boy, or best girl, but my favorite character. It's it's from like a technical standpoint, and that's Lad Russo, especially with the English dub. Um, I'm a big fan of when the voice actors can, essentially move the show up like another level An example is like my favorite voice actor mamaru and like okabe from steins gate how he does uh okabe from steins gate takes steins gate to a whole nother level it, it was already amazing and it took it to a masterpiece same thing with like uh what do you call it zombie land saga too where he voices yeah the... he does the same thing uh from this yeah, year if you saw the friend in tadakun never falls in love yes. Uh, yes yes yeah so there's a one from this year called wave listen to me that has like the same thing where the show is average but the main character takes it to a whole nother level lad in the, the english dub was absolutely incredible and he takes over the scene i believe it's episode four or five when they first get to the dinner cart and it's right when they start sh uh, the black suits and the white suits kind of like interact for the first time they start shooting each other and lad like kicks the tommy gun and shoots the other guy and takes over like the entire scene like the entire scene is lad and how he just 
conveys himself through his voice acting was incredible. And I just want to give major props. Like, if you are a stickler for voice acting and, like, these technical stuff, Lad Russo was an amazing character. And he was my favorite character up until episode 13. And then someone took over the reins. And we'll do that when we get the best boy and best girl. Cat, you watched the sub. So the Japanese voice acting, did anyone stand out to you? Um, did they do, like, accents and stuff? Because, like, people had, like, different sort of distinct accents in this, depending on which group they were in. Um, and I, that's something I, I, I'm, so, like, I'm a dub, um, I don't know, loser or whatever you call it, um, normie, uh, because I, I, I don't know a lot about, you know, like, Japanese accents and, like, where they're from and stuff, but I, I know that you do know more about that, so... What did you think about the Japanese voice acting? So first of all, I just want to say that I'm uh, I'm as salty as the ocean right now. Uh, but second of all, uh, I'm I'm directing that at you, Pete. But anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I couldn't really tell any really I couldn't really tell any uh, specific accent changes in the Japanese voice acting. There wasn't any like, oh, uh, they're obviously trying to be trying to sound like they're from Nagoya to to represent something, or from uh, from the from Tokyo to represent like they're from New York or something like that. Like I, I couldn't really tell because it sounded like they were just all trying to have the same Japanese accent just to make it more just to convey it better. And the thing is, I like one of the main reasons why I really loved um, uh, Claire Redfield in the, well, was it Claire Redfield? I think it was uh, the rail chaser. One of the main reasons why I loved the rail chaser in, uh, in Bacchano was because his voice acting in the sub was much more, it, it was a lot more, it projected well okay. rather than pretty much everybody else. That, that's interesting. So his dub voice actor, and I think it's uh clear Stanfield um, is uh, like, I think he was fine, uh, but he didn't, uh, I don't think it was like standout compared to some of the other ones. And I, I, I do think that, um, you know, like how good a voice actor is really does affect how much like people attach to characters. Um, so it would be interesting. I wish there was a way to like wipe my mind, but like write down my thoughts and then just like go and watch like the sub or the dub of a different show and see how that makes me change my opinion on characters. Right, speaking of uh, how voices uh, affect how you feel about characters, uh, can I, can I ask you, uh, what was Jacuzzi's, uh, voice like? Oh, in God, the, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I figured this was coming because I'd heard people talking shit no. about jacuzzi and um the thing is uh jacuzzi wasn't really that annoying to me and i i honestly thought of him as a as a really cool character because of his because of his character growth now that maybe that may be just because i was lucky enough not to hear his voice so his or, voice wasn't like that different, like compared to the other characters in the sub. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a bit whiny, but it wasn't anything that I couldn't. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that I couldn't turn my eye to. It nah. wasn't. We're not talking about like Deku sub 
we're talking a little bit less annoying. Jacuzzi well, is like the dub version of Deku Sub. Wow, <laughs> like, is it that bad? Really? Yeah. I hated it. I hated it too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, the scene the scene where he kisses niece and then like runs away and then she's like, That was our first kiss and we've been dating for ten years. Um that's when I knew I was over it. Yep. It was Oh they were dating? Yeah. Yeah. For ten years. For like ten years. When did they say that? When they, they literally, other, when they kissed each other, she was like, that was our first kiss. And then, I don't know, the little third wheel guy was, I thought she was like his aunt or something because of how, oh, dear Lord, like, no, yeah, the romantic guy, they were. But the, the guy is like, man, that's really lame of you guys to have gone this Yeah, he's like, he's like, haven't you been dating for no, like no, 10 I years? I think he said, like, there's being jacuzzi and there's being stupid or something like that. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah he, he said there's, like, you can, like, be a gentleman, but then there's being stupid or something. Like, yeah. he's like, I get taking it slow, but Jesus Christ. I So, you guys didn't like his voice. I, again, so I watched the dub as well. I didn't think he was that... Like, he, he did what like he was you, supposed to do, which was be a whiny little bitch and not be... But then, I, I, I didn't find it that, like like reading i guess i, I decided i would cry as was much as it. i could cry no, so like, that people wouldn't have to cry for me but i was it's like I, I, I was watching i don't at like his speed too uh, hold on Jai. i was watching on two times speed too so if anything the whiny bitchy voice would have been even worse you, you know? didn't like, have to endure it for as long i that's <laughs> you know what? that's actually a very good point i guess that's I, so why were you watching on times two speed because he uh, did until the last minute no well, for, for a couple of, <laughs> okay no no for a couple episodes i did again i watched the first like six or seven and then yeah i ran out of time you know spanish uh espanol came up out of nowhere and then yeah that's uh yeah. you know college student things you know so um so yeah but anyways regardless i i again i i didn't find his voice that that grading I, again it was intentionally grading too you know i i will say i i do agree with cat like i i enjoy his character like where he like mans up i, I don't know that's not the right term i should be using it's sort no, of i like his character like, i like yeah. his character um but like he does like at the end when he's fighting uh you know like the rail tracer and stuff and he's like being brave and everything like like i did like that um i just think that like they didn't need to start from a point where he was like that whiny like i don't know um overall like he wasn't a bad character i just think the show is so filled with good characters that he was the weak that's link a good point in, in like a very good chain if that makes sense you know what else i think too i think his subplot or his group right so him and the girl that he's been dating for 10 years and his crew kind of got the least attention out of them because they they weren't one of the main two families right and then they also weren't miria and isaac who dominated every scene they were in they weren't ennis they weren't that random kid who's from the 1700s as well like they uh, it felt almost like their subplot was kind of focused on the least at least for me um which is why they like the tattoos on their face they don't really explain right like they're just it's a sword tattoo and I, I know again he I liked him but he he and his crew didn't seem like they had that much to do with the main thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Cat and the OVAs does it go uh any more into uh what is it like the Splatoli family or something? Um plot, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It does, yeah. So do you think that that's like 
like, do you think that flushes them out? Like, if you had stopped at episode thirteen, do you? What do you think? Would you think you would have the same opinion of Jacuzzi? Do you think that seeing that further growth and in going into their group a little bit more, like, does a good job of rounding them out? Like, what? What's your opinion on that? So it does. So the OVAs are kind of flesh them out a lot more than the whole series is because it's more is more or less focused on the the gangs like the gangs related to the Russos and the Splat family along with the Rail Chaser. And honestly, one of the reasons why I really why I was trying to get enough people to watch the OVA was because there was a really good episode that we're probably not going to talk about during this episode. Uh, there was a really good OVA uh, that we're probably not going to talk about that I really wanted to talk about. You know where we can talk probably. about it, though? The Discord. Link's in the description below. Fucking fantastic plug, Pete. That, that oh, was quality. That was, no, Johnny, you don't understand marketing. <laughs> you know, it's there's a science to it that you can only learn right. in college. So guess I'm just not, I, I'm not uh, educated enough for this. No, you're not, and it's okay. Uh, at least you acknowledge it, yeah. So. <laughs> that was like the nicest way to call someone retarded. Yeah, oh, no, 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 I would never go that far. <laughs> just, just really dumb. And uneducated. That's what that's. Hey, be, be uh, nice. Let's be, be kind. Let's be kind to Let's people. Pat, be nice to your kohai. Cat, hey, I will absolutely be watching the OVAs and or just reading all Same. of them. Call me that. Call so. me that one more time. I'm straight up just gonna. <laughs> kohai. Kohai. Oh man, yeah. Let's not do that. I'm just kidding. Oh um, dear lord. Anyways, um, so yeah. uh, one more question, Cat. So like, I guess another character. Um, that I thought wasn't fleshed out was uh, Chan Chane. Is that her name? Chan Chan Chane. Who is that again? She's French. Um, she was sort of, She was like okay. So there were like two girl ninjas on the train. Uh, they really did double up on tropes a little bit. So she was the ninja girl on the train who wasn't affiliated with the newspaper. Oh, um, the, the the mute girl, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes the mute okay. girl. So um, do like do they go into her and her father? At all in the OVAs? Yes, they do. Okay, so uh, what I am learning from this is if you want to watch this, um, but you don't want to read the light novels, I would say that almost assuredly you should watch the OVAs. Yeah. Is that what all you right, would say, Cat? I would assume that was a yes. Um, right, Cat? Did somebody cut out? Oh, you were asking me. Yeah, 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 because yeah. you, you're uh, the only one who watched them so far. So, like, do you think it really does enhance the experience of the show? Yeah, that's why that's why I was trying to get you guys to watch the OVA, but, you know. <laughs> right well, hey, Pat was watching at two times speed, like, <laughs> Hey, I'm not two the only one who didn't watch the, the, the OVA, so don't, don't That's true. Uh, uh, I would have, and I probably will still watch the OVAs, because they were really fun. Uh, I guess I've got another uh, DVD to order. Um but yeah, so, oh god, what was I saying? Um, oh, oh, one more question, Cat. Did they actually wrap up the story, or did they, or is it still very open ended? Um, I can pretty much answer that in one quote. Uh, their stories don't really have stories don't have a beginning, nor do they have an end. The main character, there's no real main character to the to the story. So your answer is no. All right, that's yep. all I need to hear. All right. 
damn it. So I won't oh, be we all satisfied. Die. I won't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah we I mean, all die at the end, except I, I, we don't I, I, all die. I, I, they don't. Well, they're immortal, yeah. so I yeah, guess that's exactly. that. Oh, but I do think, like, I don't know. I, I think that, like, the way that the show is structured, that you could wrap up plots and it just continues. Yep. Like, um, you know, I don't know, just because, like, oh, God, what's a show that keeps going on forever? One Piece. One Piece. Um, is there a tur- tournament arc in One Probably. Piece? Probably. Okay, so just there because the be. just the tournament arc in One Piece ended doesn't mean One Piece has to end. Um, it's never going to end. So I, I think five that years. We um, five more years. I don't know. I, I think it's like that. Like it's like you can have satisfaction in there, but because of the way that the show is constructed, it doesn't have to end end or doesn't need to or shouldn't. I don't know. Like it, it can be left open ended. Some I don't think that everything needs to be tied in a little bit. I, I think that's fair, but uh, I, th- I guess this ties us right into our final talking point other than, you know, best boy and best girl and so on and conclusions. But the we kind of hinted at it earlier, and, like, again, we're t- talking about it right now. The show doesn't... It leaves you it leaves you hanging, to put it very bluntly. There's so many plot points. Like, like we talked about, there's the three different plot points. There's the... Or timelines, I guess. There's the 1700s. There's the train incident and then there's the the aftermath of the train incident and i don't really feel like any of those three really get wrapped up and that to me frustrated the crap out of me because like like we talked about earlier with uh land of the lustrous that pissed me off because i it's like no fuck you i don't want to read the manga i want a full complete story give it to me like it's, it's the same idea here with this one which of course it was a really good story and I was really, really enjoying it, but it really annoyed me when we, you know, like, again, the va- the main villain of most of the show, or at least in my eyes, the main villain, which was the older guy who, you know, inhaled a lot of people through his hand, whatever you want to call it, sucked him up. He got sucked up and then it's just like, yeah, okay, everything's a celebration, everything's good, and but then there's still so much more to talk about. There's, you know, the like we talked about earlier, Lad Russo, the the maniacal killer uh he has a red herring at the beginning that he's about to die in the first episode or whatever it was and then they never come back to that and that annoyed me i was mad i i wanted to know what happened and whether he does kill him and, and his wife like like i don't know how, what well, do you like guys think about of, that that's like the end yeah, of the, the story so yeah so like that was right, the tarantino so, moment yeah that was right the but they don't give the full yeah but they never get back i to feel it. like you know what's going to happen though it's like he's either gonna kill himself or he's gonna get arrested well you said he you know what's gonna happen and then you said it's either this or that so i don't but know either way happen. the story ends for the character that that's what i'm saying but so okay, Kat, they're talking about... about everything <laughs> Is the scene, yeah. character scene that happens. You, I want resolution. I, want I, I, I don't know. I think we get it. we get resolution on at least like like some things. Yeah, It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Okay, cat, go. So, question: How many episodes did you guys watch? Thirteen. The full season. Okay. Okay. Just making sure, because I'm almost positive that it kind of made sure that it showed you Russo on the fucking ground bleeding out. Correct. That, in episode two. Oh, that was episode one. That's episode that was one. episode one. Episode one. Whatever, whatever it is. One, yeah. You, you see them getting collected no. after the train. Well, yeah. Okay. 
Right, but they never showed. So, them. so that is, that is what Pat is talking about. He's saying that it never goes back to that moment where, like, where does, does he slash his him. lover's throat or not? Like when the police are finding him after the scene you're talking about, where he is bleeding out on the ground um, after his confrontation uh, with the rail chaser, and they have that really cool moment where he's like very serene for like twenty seconds, like he's like like he's got to take in this moment. And as he's like flying through the air towards the pole, um, I enjoyed that. I I did too, which is why I wanted to know what can happen. Read like, the book. No, it's not. That's not a good. Literally, answer what every single to, person reads manga says. It's a 2007 it's, answer of anime. I, I, it, it, I don't. I know, but that doesn't change that I'm mad about That's it. Fine. I mean, oh, absolutely. Gurren Lagann had score. a full story. Yeah, yeah, but I would say enough things get resolved. Honestly, like. One, I don't, I don't really care about Lad, so maybe that's why I'm not salty. But <laughs> like, enough. but like the Silzard or whatever his name is, like his um, interactions with uh, what was his name, like Miza or something like that, um, was like a big point that got caught up. And while I wasn't super happy with a little less follow up. Like, we learned where Dallas was, which was, like, a very large mystery and, like, a very large part of the central conflict for the for the later time points. I don't feel like the train had stuff to resolve. I feel like the train was a series of odd happenstances, and we were examining that to learn things about the characters. Yeah. Um, Can I give an example wh- real quick? Yes. Okay, so this is how I view season one of Bakano is how maybe, I don't know if anyone here is going to get it, is the first three episodes of Vinland Saga. It's essentially a prologue. It's essentially setting up the rest of the series. This this series covers, at the moment, 21 light novels, and this is one through th- volumes one through three of the light novel. So this is a huge story, and we're only getting one-seventh of it. So to me, this felt like a prologue for you to buy the manga slash light novel i get that and i that is a good analogy because that's what vinland saga did right they the first season was literally just well the first three episodes was the prologue and then or the prologue to the prologue exactly the first season the first season yeah which is the the wise words of panic at the disco from their first album a fever you can't sweat out i'm the narrator and this is just the prologue. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do agree with that. I, I think that it it does a good job of setting things up, but there were enough things that were tied up during it that while I wasn't, like, completely amped about the ending, like, oh, my God, they tied everything up, look at all the plot twists and stuff and, like, all the things we could have called or not, that, you know, I, I was satisfied with what happened and intrigued enough about characters that didn't have plot lines but were present, like, uh, Lad or the Rail Tracer. Like, I want to know what's going on with them later. Um, that, but, like, fair. yeah, but I think that, like, the Rail Tracer doesn't have a, a story arc. We get introduced to who he is, and we know that he, you know, he, uh, I don't know, like, takes that guy's daughter and is like, hey, want to hang out with me now? Um, <laughs> the, the mute girl. Yep. Um, so, like, I don't know. I, I really like that, and I think it's fine to have just the the idea that he's out there in the world being who he is. Um, so I guess, I guess that's just my thought. I mean, I, you know, again, it, it wasn't the world's best ending in anime. I just didn't think it was like that bad, I guess. 
it, yeah, it's not like it was bad. And again, I hate to harp back to it, but like with Land of the Lustrous, where it leaves you with literally almost no answers to any questions, with this, at least it answered some things. And again, it 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 has me interested and wanting more, but that's annoying. <laughs> like that, that's why. And again, I so guess if the, if there was our, a season two, though, would you I be would, would you be annoyed? Okay, so this is just because of your personal taste in medium. No, it's because I want a. Well, who isn't mad when there's a story that's incomplete? Everybody, everybody. But the story right. isn't incomplete. The story is only available no, in different mediums. Incomplete because no, it's, it's like when you finish a seasonal and everyone's like, read the fucking manga. Yeah, and those people are correct. No, <laughs> right. no, no they're not. Absolutely, absolutely right. It's a different. I see. I guess we have. It's this a different argument. medium. Like some it, people want to wait for the anime to come out. Like right, exactly. yeah, and then you feel free to wait. Uh, we've been waiting 13 years for season two of Bakano. I have patience, so like I, I can wait. If Bakano season two or No Game No Life season two win, um, or first. Uh, I, I'd rather have no game to lose. I'm just waiting for Konosuba uh, season three. Yeah. It's fucking terrible decision, Pat. <laughs> I, um, it's a bad decision. Okay. Um, Cat, do you have any thoughts on the ending? Um, you, I think, are closer to me than Pat on it. Um, what are you know? Did you like it? Were you intrigued? Do you plan on reading the light novels or anything? Like, what's what's your plan with that? I don't think he knows. Um, so not completely sure. Uh, to be honest, I don't really. I didn't really mind. Like, I'd get there. There was an open-ended ending, and I get there's is trying to rope you into buying the manga and reading the manga, but because uh, you know that's one of the functions of anime. But I just. I kind of felt like fulfilled after watching it. I didn't, I didn't really feel the need to, to, you know, buy the light, buy the light novels or buy the manga. Maybe that's just because I am. It's, yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't say that I was fulfilled, but I'm like sated, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to eat. I, I'm not hungry, you know, anymore after that. Like, I thought it was good. Uh, though, the meal that I got a taste of was good enough for me to want to come back later and read the book. Um, so I think it's time for us uh, to move on to Best Boy and Best Girl. Um, and then we'll, you know, give our final closing thoughts where maybe we can fit in something that we didn't get to talk to. There's a lot to talk about in the show and we didn't touch it. We even te touched the little immortal boy. Um, okay, that sounds so wrong. Yeah, the phrasing <laughs> was terrible. I was just saying, <laughs> the phrasing was unfortunate. Okay, um, he's, it's, he's 200 years old. So yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, yeah, oh okay, God, good. Thank like God, God that, over, that yeah. horrible, horrible trope has finally paid off. Um, so... Uh, you know, uh, cat, best boy, best girl. So my, so my best boy is, I'm already, of course you probably already know because I already said it. Uh, it's Claire Stanfield or the rail tracer. He's my best boy mainly because he was, he was such a crazy yet somewhat justifiable character that I really liked how he how he acted. So and like just 
being able to be that like one character that uh that just kind of pushes for the plot uh that's why he's my best boy uh best girl is it's definitely gonna have to be miria because she's just she's just refreshing uh isaac is a close second best boy uh worst boy to me is chess because i know we didn't talk we didn't touch on him but uh basically the sum of his character uh angry little bitch boy <laughs> i i felt bad for him but yeah i i i can't disagree with that take angry you felt bad for him yeah he got tortured. Like, yeah he was tortured for years he deserved it Why? did he he just asked an assassin to murder a whole fucking train yeah, so he, he could kill before he was tortured. After he was no, tortured. no, no, no. He was tortured by he his brother. Before. He had like those like hot like rods going down his eye. You forgot that scene. Oh. So like oh. he did get tortured later. He he was tortured a lot. Yeah, he was tortured. He, a lot. It, was, it was like a lot of torture. I understand <laughs> how you can confuse the torture. <laughs> I didn't really give a shit. Sure. It's like, fair. I already didn't like, I, it's like wa- Do you like watching children suffer? Yes! Uh, yes, yeah, I do. Made an abyss, yeah. I don't like kids. <laughs> wa- watch Higurashi. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I think those are both uh, great answers. Do you have a worse girl or no? Uh, worst girl is... Uh, I don't really have a worse girl. Um, That's fine. Well, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, they... The worst girl and worst boy come in pair. Uh, it's Lad Russo and his bitch. That's that's yeah, that, yeah. That girl, I did not like the girl. She seemed like she was on Lua, some sort of heroin. Yeah, it's and maybe she was. I don't know. Johnny, best boy, best girl, worst boy, worst girl. All right, so this is probably going to be a surprise since we didn't really talk about him at all. But my favorite boy is actually Firo. Yeah, I like the pick. Yeah. I think yeah, I don't know. It's like, like every time I was watching the show, I was like looking forward to the part where I actually got to see him because he just seemed like the most interesting character. And then, uh, best girl for me, I'd say uh, probably be Eve because she was like, I don't know, she was just a really nice girl and just like trying to find <laughs> her brother. Oh, what's so funny, Pete? Yeah, I know that's it's like a very pick. I like it. It's a wholesome <laughs> answer. God, I can't wait to shit on that. Oh, uh, uh, shut <laughs> up. Okay, whatever. Okay, so uh, all right, so worst boy and girl. Hmm. To be honest, I don't really have a worst boy. It's just because I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I forgot half their names. <laughs> like yeah, I, that's completely <laughs> fair. Like if I had to pick one, it would probably be a. Uh, What's his, what was his name again? E's brother. Uh, da- Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, that, Dallas. Dallas. That guy was, that guy was, a, that guy was a huge douche. He was a piece of shit. Like, he, he deserved good. everything that happened to him. <laughs> yeah, ha- here, have some cuts. I know you're going to get bored down there. That was great. <laughs> oh, he's fucking <laughs> yeah. drops the cards in his cement. Oh, that was so good. Right. Oh, sorry. And uh, worst girl, uh, I'm going to be honest. I really don't have one, so I guess I'll just pick Russo's girl, I guess. Because she had the personality of a doll, which is what they called her. Yep, doll face. So yeah, doll face. Yep. Okay, and Pete. Uh, best boy, best girl, easy pick. Uh, Isaac and Miria. I love them. I think they're my favorite couple in anime history. Now their dynamic was amazing. Their chemistry was so good. I absolutely adored them. 
Um, worst girl, I'm gonna go with the uh, the La Forêt girl, the mute girl. Um, she just met a dude and he proposed, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll marry you and I'll wait forever." Like that was weird. Uh, didn't really enjoy that part. I understand it's like she she was kind of like bribed with like a family aspect of it since she didn't really have any. Worst boy. Toss up between Dallas and Jacuzzi, but I'm probably just going to go Jacuzzi. He just, he really annoyed me. There was one scene in particular where he annoyed me where, like, his gang of buddies came and, like, rescued him. And he's just crying. I don't know. He, like, went and, like, shot eight different bars because they killed, like, eight of his friends or something like that. And then they get, he gets confronted and just starts crying. And it's like, you you just, like, shot, like, 11 bars and now you're just, like, this little Sally boy? Like, I don't know. I really didn't like Jacuzzi. Uh, I heard in the light novels that he gets really good, and so does Firo. Firo becomes like a main staple of it too. So I wish I saw more of him, and I wish I saw more of Luck Gandor because he seemed like a really cool like. I think you see it at the end of episode twelve or thirteen that he kind of gets like raised up a level in the family, and he kind I really like like his how he looks essentially. He looks like a really cool up and coming mob boss. So those are those are my best girls and best boys. Yeah, yeah, he he gets uh, gets his immortality by accident because Isaac and Mira Miria like thought the elixir was wine. Yeah, and so, like that's I I love that about that guy. <laughs> they grow into it pretty well. Okay, I'll go and then we'll listen to to, to Pat's opinion. Uh, much like everyone else, uh, Mira is my my best girl, um, except for I guess Johnny. Kind of sucks, hey. Johnny. Yeah. Um, so, every single time, every single time. Who did Johnny do? Who did Johnny twos again? Uh, Eve. Um, oh, bullshit. Yeah. So I, I need to say I want to give a shout out uh, to Homunculus Lady. Um, I thought she was a good character, and if like we lived in a show where uh, Miria wasn't a character, perhaps she could be best girl. Alas, we don't, so she isn't. Um, <laughs> uh, best boy, I think I'm going to go with uh, Fiero, too. Um, I, I really liked him. We didn't get to see enough of him, I don't think, but I, I thought he was, like, a cool character. Um, and he had sort of, like, a up-and-coming swagger to him that I liked. He was confident, but not, like, too confident. Uh, he, he was a cool character. A lot of it, that whole Gandor family sort of group was cool, and I, I, I wish we had seen more of them. Um Worst girl, um, you know what? I'm going to go with Nice, Nice or whatever her name is. Um, don't stay with a guy if he doesn't kiss you for 10 years. Yep. You're not that in love. I'm sorry. You're just not. That's my relationship <laughs> advice from Miles. Um, you know, it, oh. in, in, in nine years, that's fine. Once the clock hits 10, though, try to kiss him. That's what I think. Um, and so- I, I, I wasn't able to actually make this point in earlier in the show because I kept on getting talked over. Thanks. Um, but uh, in the sub, it says that he didn't he didn't kiss her for six years, not oh, ten interesting. years. Uh, that's interesting. I will amend my statement. If you don't get kissed in six years, <laughs> break up with him. That's all you want. Well, I want to I want to say one thing. We saw in a flashback that they were, like, kids. Yeah, they were, like, childhood friends. Um, They were, like, 12 years old at most. So, like, I don't know. Can you really expect that? Yeah, you can. What? I don't don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, you know, I kissed Emily Cunningham in seventh grade. So, if I can do it, the mob boss that is Jacuzzi Splot can also kiss someone. I believe in him. 
Um, can we just mention how Jacuzzi is a mob boss? Like, yeah. Anyways, him interrogating you. Worst, worst boy is Jacuzzi. If he was interrogating me, I would not tell anything and just kill myself because I wouldn't want to hear him <laughs> speak. Oh. It just wouldn't be worth it. No, that, that's torture, though. That's torture, though. Like he's getting. That's, that's true. It's just him talking to me would be torture. Um, you know, Jacuzzi seems like one of those characters that, like, if we had three more seasons of this by like season four, I'd be like, wow, like they really did a good job at Jacuzzi, like a, <laughs> like, a, like a Subaru type or something, you know. Um, but we don't have that. So currently, it's Jacuzzi, and I'm willing to change it. Um, and those are my answers. Pat, go ahead. All right, uh, I best boy and girl. It's it's Isaac and and Miria. They're they're just we we've gushed about them so much. Uh, I can't gush anymore. They're great. Uh, worst girl. I'm gonna go with uh, Eve. I think that was her name, right? Um, yes. Just, thank you. Sorry again. There's so many of them. Eve. I didn't I didn't care about her. Anytime she was on the screen, I was just like, why are they talking about her? Why is she Why is she searching for her brother so hard? Well, I guess I guess okay. I guess, why, why does she care you, about her brother? Yeah, why is she care about her brother? Didn't you say one of the scenes with her was one of your favorite scenes from the show, like the one? Yeah, with I know, Isaac but it wasn't because of her. She did, she brought nothing to the scene, in my opinion. She was just there. She was. It could have been anybody that they were stealing from, and it would have been just as funny. Um, and uh, again, it just happens to be that these two lucky slash unlucky criminals are robbing from this specific family that they will somehow end back up with later on down the road. Uh, so uh, again, it, it had nothing to do with Eve being in the scene. Uh, worst boy, that's really tough. I think Dallas is like an obvious answer. I didn't. He was annoying and he was a jerk, and he got what he deserved. Um, yeah, I don't really have another answer for for Wish Boy. Again, all these characters to me were really interesting, other than the two that I just talked about. I guess. Well, even Dallas <laughs> was interesting. Not I, a big I, fan I, of that family cat. What is? No, what's really. So I I just want to amend my uh, my bet my best girl. Uh, I would actually like to change it to Rachel. Oh, Miriam nice being a close second. Nice pick. Rachel's a solid pick too. I think again, all the these newspaper characters. the newspaper aspect was really cool. Oh, that that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, we never saw. He was always behind all the. I liked that scene at the beginning where they like come in and he's like trying to shake down the newspaper and they just all have tons <laughs> they, of guns. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that was great. All right, but yeah, I guess we can move on to closing thoughts here. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll start with Cat because Cat, you look like you have another point. So if you want to say whatever you're going to say, then just transition into your closing thoughts and rating. We can go from there. So uh, I want to. I, I actually want to start with my closing thoughts. So my closing thoughts are that this show was honestly a really easy binge because I was the, I was the one person who binged it in one day. Technically two, but you know, like from eleven o'clock to like three o'clock so eh, uh same shit uh but the thing is um the point that i really wanted to make was that one of the main reasons why i wanted you guys to watch the ovas is because you know uh rail chaser the dude who fucking like after rachel gets out of the train and is basically like halfway covered in blood and is like hanging onto the train uh well, in the OVAs, uh, she, the rail chaser ends up meeting uh, Chez and Rachel outside of the train in 1932, right? So then the rail chaser ends up popping up. Uh, he ends up teasing Chess for a little bit, then talking to Rachel for like 
two seconds, and then Chess runs out of the fucking room crying, which was hilarious to me because I don't like Chess. Uh, if you didn't already know, but the but then Rachel and the and the uh, and the rail chaser end up sitting down for lunch after Rachel basically just saw him kill like five people, which is hilarious to me. And the just the banter between them, just her acting like none of that happened was hilarious. Uh, and if it if I had just watched the uh, and for my rating, if I had just watched the full series, I would have given the series a seven. Uh, but since I watched the OVAs, I'm actually going to give it a nine uh, because the OVAs really build on the story, and I really love how uh, how it kind of how it kind of interacted with the main story. So, yeah, my full my full uh, my full rating is an eight out of ten. I mean, a nine out of ten. Awesome. Um, good. Uh, and I mean, you've definitely sold me on the OVAs. Um, I wanted to just not watch them so that I could, you know, for the purpose of this, rate the show as a standalone season. Um, but I definitely plan on watching them uh, very soon. Um, Johnny, uh, final ratings, final thoughts. What's up? All right. So my final rating is going to be uh, actually a seven because I. I can understand why people would love this show. It's just... It's kind of like how I think about, like, Monogatari, where, like, I can understand that people really like it for what it is. It's just not the type of show for me. So it's like, it's like I under... I, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but, like, there's some <laughs> things that I, I just don't like. Sure. And there's some things that other people like, which is, like, totally fine. It's just not for me, so... I give this a 7, so... That's, uh, like, my score for, like, average, so... Yeah, I think that's fine. I did, I, I, if you don't like the whole uh, not direct plot sort of thing, I, I think that this is absolutely a show that you would not be for you. That is a perfectly fine statement. Uh, Pete, <laughs> what, what do we got? Yeah, so for me, as a stickler of like really technical things, I love this show so much. The voice acting, we didn't really talk about it, whether this was... A lot of people regard us as the best dub of all time. So I was trying to think of, is this the best dub I've ever seen in my entire life? And I came to the conclusion that it is. It was better than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because that was my number one favorite dub of all time. And a lot of the cast from Full Metal is in this because when the conductor speaks, it sounds exactly like Fear Bradley. Um, the kid that Cat hates, Chez, whatever his name is, that's Alphonse. Um, who else? There's some other characters that are like are like Winry's in this and stuff, so really easy like cast to like be memorable of. So I was a big fan of that. I thought the animations for being made in 2007 were uh, absolutely amazing, especially like the scenes where they're like dragging hands on the train tracks. The gore, the gore was really good. Oh, it was incredible! I was like, you could make the, if this came out in two like 2020, I'd say like this is really good. And for 2007, holy shit! Like my mind would have been blown. That being said, there are some things that I did not really like. Some of the issues with the time jumps were, were a little confusing at times. I did enjoy the payoff at the end. It was just a lot to take in, uh, especially with the huge cast of characters. But if you love character-based shows like I do, that's a huge plus. It just took some time to get used to it. I really didn't like how open-ending 
ended the ending was i i don't mind open-ended but like the only thing that was really solved was that that one dude got absorbed into Firo. that was essentially the only like major plot point like this is more of a prologue i still would highly recommend this especially if you like crime dramas if you like dubs if you like supernatural elements that type of stuff so i'm gonna give it an eight i do plan on reading i probably won't read the light novels i'm not a big light novel guy but if there's if the manga's adapted past the anime i will definitely be checking it out that makes sense great and i will go and then we'll finish up with our fearless leader pat um so uh i i really like this show uh, i definitely think it's worth a watch um i you know, I don't know. The time stuff wasn't really confusing for me. They showed the dates before all the scenes. Like, you can put it together. I, I believe in you guys. Um, and so if you sort of like things where, um, you know, you have a lot of different plot points going on at different times and you have, like, an asynchronous timeline and you like putting that kind of thing together and um, just sort of learning through osmosis, basically, as the show goes... Um, I would really suggest the show. Um, I really like, I'm a sucker for supernatural stuff. Um, so that's another reason I like it. Um, I was really torn between an eight and a nine, uh, for the show. Um, and I, I was talking to Pete before and I said that I really wanted to give it a nine. Uh, and so I'm going to fuck it. It's a nine. Nice, um, nice. I, I very much enjoyed the show. Uh, I thought it was great. And that's what nine says on Mal. So nine for me. All right, uh, let me just add these scores quick and then add my own and do some quick math. There we go. All right, good, that's set. Uh, so for me, I feel like a lot of the points Pete made, especially near the end where he talked about how, like, yeah, there was only one thing resolved at the end. And, and that, that's that, maybe two, maybe three at the most. But either way, <laughs> there was not enough for me to be satisfied, which, again, if I'm looking at this objectively as just the show, uh, that that's where I it lost points with me uh but otherwise i really did enjoy it just a quick note before i go any further it's made by the studio called brain space which is a weird name and i didn't ring a bell for me when i first looked it up however it has done durara which is i guess obvious because they they reference each other in their ops or something like that but then they also did the first season of my teen romantic comedy is not as i expected they did the second season of uh, Spice and Wolf, and most recently, the most recent show, at least that I recognize that they did, was Inspector. You know that uh, the show with uh, the I don't know, that Pete. Uh, I know Pete talked about how he uh, he didn't like it too much talking, whatever. But uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was very interesting. Doesn't seem like they're a huge studio by any means, you know. But they they definitely done some big name shows. Um, Bacchino was really interesting to me i i'm glad i watched it i would recommend it and i would keep watching more of it but the fact that i am left wanting so much more from it is really frustrating to me so again i was floating between like an eight or a nine because like we talked about the dub was awesome almost every character awesome but i i don't know i shouldn't have if you are selling this as a single entity as a as an anime i shouldn't have to read the manga to be satisfied with the ending and i i don't know um uh the the only other comparison i want to make is to princess principle like miles brought up the uh 
you know, you should be able to figure out the time and, you know, because they always brought up the date beforehand. I wish they did it along the lines more of Princess Principle, which, again, I bring it up because it's another Watch Club show that we did, uh, where they did the case number at the beginning of every episode. And then every episode, even if it was out of order, it was the same time at, you know, like, so episode two was all, all in the same time, which was before episode four or after episode one, you know, so, or so however it worked out, it was all one episode. So I think I would have preferred it that way rather than so much jumping around. But again, that's, it, it was still enjoyable and I was able to follow it for the most part. Uh, I just had to think more. So maybe I, that's why I was annoyed. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to go with an eight out of 10. Again, I, I really did enjoy it, but I, I'm annoyed at it. So I, I have to give it an eight, it, but it, qual quality wise, it was really, really good. But yeah, so that, uh, between the five of us, that totals our average score up to a rounded out 8.2. Okay. Which is not not bad. It's one of the, again, seems like most of our shows end up around the 8 mark. I think that's because we only like to recommend shows that we might enjoy or might like. Um, you know, we had some 9s. We had 1.7 and a couple 8s. I think so the Mal's like an 8.4, so it's pretty it's close. A, it's like an 8.4. So we're, as usual, we're pretty close to Mal um and again it's hard hard to get closer with considering especially we only have five scores so there's only so many combinations we could get um i i can't wait to watch the ovas as well forgot to throw it out there i'm definitely gonna watch them as uh as for sure as i can too. find a dvd with them um <laughs> but yeah so find the dvds tonight yep that's the plan um so yeah uh i guess that that wraps up our discussion of bacchano so now we're gonna get spooky up in this bitch Ooh. now we are going to be watching a spooky show or a halloween themed show slash shows based on themes that are kind of halloweeny again i don't know how we defined it but that was our decision uh because since our next episode will be on or next meeting will be on november 3rd second third one or the other and uh, so yeah, we nominated a bunch of Halloweeny shows last week or last session. So Miles, why don't you give us the rundown on what won and what made it through and what we'll Yeah. Doing. So we have a first this week. Um, this is the first show to win without receiving a first place vote, um, wow. which is interesting. Um, so, Annoying. uh, <laughs> so I, I think I don't remember exactly how many people we had vote in total, but the majority of the people had it somewhere on their ballot, uh, but no one had it first. Um, so in third place, we had Elfin Lead, um, which has shown up a time or two. Um, in a very close second place, we had Perfect Blue, um, which uh, I think, Kat, that was your suggestion. Um, I would suggest re resuggesting it because it had a lot of support. I'm gonna um, threaten you to re-up it because otherwise I I'm gonna be mad. So yeah, Pat was very mad that it didn't win, and it didn't. Very mad. Yeah. Um, and in first place we have my suggestion, Mononoke. Um, uh, so that is what we will be watching um, for our spooky episode. But we also have to. Uh, nominate shows for the following two weeks from then. So, um, does anyone have their nomination ready to go? I have a question. So, before, yes. So we don't run through this kerfuffle again. Is it is a show that's on high dive slash VRV eligible? 
Yes. Yes. Okay, then I have yeah, my nomination. It's a legal streaming service okay. in the United States slash Just checking. North America. I, I want, I want <laughs> in the United States. And Canada. And, and Canada. Canada. Our friendly neighbors up north. Yeah, but, no, um, VRB isn't available. Who would have the nerve to be Canadian? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. All right. All right. I'll, go, I'll go first. Is that okay? Yeah, then? please. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it would be, I don't think we've done this genre yet, but I thought it'd be really funny if a bunch of dudes watch a show about girls going through puberty and learning a bunch of stuff. Oh maidens! I'm gonna recommend Oh maidens in your savage season. Okay, <laughs> I'm excited already to vote for that. There we go. All right, uh, why don't you go next, Cat? You ready to go? You're looking at oh, us funny. Oh yeah, but um, uh, nothing. It was just a little bit of a internal monologue. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, you, Pat, you have already said that you are threatening me to. Re-up Perfect Blue. Yes. <laughs> and because of that, I will I will say, nominate yourself, you chode. <laughs> no. No, I have other shows I want to nominate. I want to vote for I it. That's why I want you to nominate it, because I want to vote for it. Ladies, ladies, no. ladies. Let's no. not fight it, Cat. What are you nominating? He's nominating uh, Perfect I'm Blue. Cat, what's your show? Cat, what is the show? Vote for yourself. I'll have to server mute Pat. <laughs> Uh, I'm nominating Gilgur. Yeah, Go Gilgur Kokiri Uh I'll send a link into the uh, into the Discord chat. I can't exactly thank you pronounce it. But... That's okay. I wouldn't be able to either. Um. Uh. But yeah, it's a it's a comedy. Uh, and it's not so close to my heart that people will tear it apart. So, uh, yeah. So you're saying we're allowed to shit on it more? <laughs> no. Uh, um, okay, uh, we all liked Light of the Lustrous Cat. Um, Johnny, what was your show? Alright, since, uh, since you were all roasting me about my decisions on, uh, Best Girl, <laughs> I figure I, uh, I'd give you guys a show that will give everyone depression, so. Oh, fun. My, uh, recommendation, my, uh, nomination is, uh, Anohana. Anohana? Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is sad. Guys, uh, it's, it's sad boys. Um, okay. Um, uh, Pat, you are nominating. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'm gonna uh, stick with a show that I've nominated in the past and that I nominated last week because it did pretty well. Uh, it's gonna keep building those legacy points. Elfin lead. I am curious. I want to see child murder. I want to see suffering and anguish and everything else <laughs> Watch uh, you, re you really uh, don't like kids don't i you? am watching higurashi no, oh I, okay I, yeah good i am that's <laughs> everyone I, should. I want to uh, uh yeah no so i was i i'm kidding obviously but i i am interested in this show it's been on my watch list forever and it's easy to watch it's on crunchyroll so i'm, I'm just gonna i, I kind of want to watch it so yeah okay. uh in in high school they called me miles the torchbearer um, and none of that's true, but regardless, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, here, here's a little behind here's the scenes. something that you don't know about <laughs> here, here, Here's something you don't know about me. My name is Adam. It's not Miles. Um, so they called me Adam the Torchbearer. Um, I'm going to nominate Perfect Blue because I nice. wanted to watch that too. And we're going to make it happen. And so I, I'm nominating it. I'm going to pick this up like I picked up Madoka Magica and I'm going to drag it to the fucking finish line. Um, and so that is our nominations for the next session. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, yeah. So 
next week I'll have an episode out. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but if you are interested in following along with the gang, join our Discord in the link below. We're also on Twitter at what do you say Annie? That's what do you say A N I on Twitter. You can stay up to date on the podcast and me just post memes about how I hate shonen anime. So yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> uh, other than that, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next episode.